Abelkuta by 12 noon. You're all welcome. Announcer, Elder Adeyemo Okele, Vice State Coordinator and Chairman Planning Committee. Thank you. You are still on to Fresh 107.9 FM, Abel Kuta. Please listen to this announcement. The Ogun State Government has observed with great concern the increasing encroachment on the rights of ways and setbacks earmarked for public utilities and infrastructures. Such acts have been perpetrated by traders, especially along major highways such as Lagos Ibado Expressway, Abeokuta Lagos Expressway, Ogun Standard Roads, gas and oil pipelines and water bodies activities such as car sales trading mechanic workshop etc make open space within the state dirty and unattractive this cannot be allowed to continue the state government therefore advise owners operators agents and owners of structures equipment markets materials etc on the setbacks to remove them forthwith but not later than the 31st of march after which the state government will commence the cleaning of these areas without any other notices announcer the permanent secretary ministry of physical planning and urban development fresh fm abel kuta 107.9 Fresh FM 107.9 Abel Kuta Ili ogura yori mi malobasi Ibu kuwa ura yishe la mi siromo Olaru ade wale ade ola Emi fe testimoni toma yota milenu Hey, Latenu ojise Olodun mare go ba woli Adewale Akode o ma de ola baba testimony Ti God of Testimony Prophetic Ministry Oni e jade wa lohun royi ke wa tewo ke wa gbare Ire owu royi o Oya o ma se le mi lori Eku ojumo ni bi gbogbo te ti nbo mi E ka bo siri owuro Oni ojo Thursday, ojo majen shilasan, eje ki agbadua, uruko jesu, mo sotele sinu ayere, o de shilasan, owe eti lara areku bine danu, owe edadu lara areku pare danu, ofaye kunlori reku bine danu, jesu odua wa. Eja lo sinu wejo anu, ori yiko kondini ogun, ese ogbon. John chapter 19 verse 30 
ebobi ti wi nitori na nigbati jesu ti gba oti kikan na o wi pe o pari o si te ori re ba o jowo emi re lowo jesu asiri fun o la aroyi ogun aye re pari tori re do fun mama bonu ma je nse lasan la aroyi awon yen ti wa nbe mu yin soro ama sise woli kan to ma je kokoro to le tu ide ara re to ma je kokoro to le sile anu ta ti mo to ma je kokoro to le fun olona bayo to tin wa ti pe ofe ni o be ni ise woli asiri oluwa nbe pe lawon niyan re ise yen bo ba kan e lara loruko jesu ogun aye re ma se mo kede sinu omi re owo olorun ko wonu e lo ase ajinde ko darapo mo agbara olorun ko darapo mo jesu oluwa wa ni sunday to nbo on the 28 ama ase idupe thanksgiving afe dupe oluwa ni ka to fi yin gbare ibi ta ti ma pade evangelist dare melody lagun mesan aro si mejila osun loke lantoro ife dapo bosto ibe ni jo wa wa make sure po je apade nbe be ni be la o ti josin ni waju olorun a fi yin gbare a fi yin bo won opo soke a de fi yin sure ki awa na le jiyan laye enu opo ere o ni kan loko jesu a de dara fun ja jo pade nu ma je se lasan ka jo gbadua mo de gba bo pe eri o ma te olowo mo ba oke o ni seru egbe re to ba ti bole ni feda ko bo stop lona e light ye loke lantoro wajuju wa gangege lo bole si e wa teti re awon eyan lo no score re to ba nbo o ma dara fun o mo kede sinu aye re a o ni da oduro gbogbo owo to kogun ti aye ma re ko bina danu o dinu ma je se lasan laaro yi ta ba se tan iwo to fa fere mi aye wa fun o lati ri mi to ba sha ti debe koruko re le fun canceling gbogbo yin ni ma da lo laaro yi o ma dara fun o iri owo ro yi o se eloni fu adura ati igbani niyanju e pe baba wa ninu oluwa si ori ero ibani soro yi 09081200 090-81-200-200 Back on all, Testimony Prophetic Link Lori Facebook at Baba Testimony 123 Lori Instagram Jesu Lolua Fresh Hearing the best makes you feel your best
on Fresh 107.9 FM at Bill Petai. Very good morning to you and welcome to Freshly Pressed. My name's Rola Cabello. And as we do on the show, we're going to be tracking stories for you from newspapers across the country and around the world. It's looking like, um, you know, riding solo this morning. So officially, everybody listening at home, you're going to be my co-host on the show today. Let's dive straight in. We're starting off with the Punch newspaper and the heading of this story reads, Matawali pleads with federal government to hold talks with bandits. Governor Bela Matawale of Zamfara State has called on the President, Mohamed Buhari, to come out with a comprehensive plan of action to sustain peace and dialogue initiated in Zamfara towards addressing armed banditry and other criminalities. The governor made the call when he received a delegation from the federal government led by Attorney General of the Federation and Minister of Justice, Abubakar Malami, S.A.N., which paid a visit to the state over Sunday's fire incident at Tudungwada Market in Guso. According to Matawale, all conflicts that have ethnic dimensions can best be resolved through dialogue. He said it was the most practical choice, which was previously done in the Niger Delta, to attain peace and if applied in the current issue of banditry affecting Zamfara and the Northwest region, it will be squarely addressed. He pointed out that while his administration was fighting banditry, it was also rolling out various plans for social intervention programs for youths, women, and those affected by banditry. He said, as believers in God, we see the unfortunate incident as a test. He says that the Almighty God says in the Holy Quran, and certainly we shall test you with something of fear, hunger, loss of wealth, lives and fruits, but give glad tidings to the patient, who when afflicted with calamity say, truly to Allah we belong and truly to him we shall return. The governor informed the delegation that the fire destroyed 63 shops and that he had formed a committee to assess the traders' losses. I'm going to stop right there. I chuckled a little bit <laughs> in between that story and when they say that the governor was quoting the Quran and basically he says that um, this is a test. The, the state of insecurity and banditry is a test on us. He is pleading with the federal government to hold talks with the bandits. Let's move away from that story and see what else is trending in the papers t- this morning. Yes, the next story we're going to be tracking on the show is coming straight out of the Vanguard newspaper. And this one has to do with, yes, Nigeria, like all the stories that we track on the show, it has to do with insecurity. And like I said, it's coming out of the Vanguard newspaper. The heading reads, Insecurity. Police mount 24-hour surveillance on Lagos schools and farms. The Commissioner of Police, Lagos Command, Mr. Hakim Udumosu, yesterday disclosed that policemen have been deployed to carry out 24-hour surveillance on schools and farms to avert kidnappings and banditry in Lagos. The police boss, however, lamented that some of the terrains, especially those of the farms, were not accessible by vehicles. He said the command would liaise with the Ministry of Agriculture and the state government in purchasing motorcycles for that patrol of the farmlands. Fielding questions from journalists on the command's preparedness to prevent kidnap attack on schools and farmlands, Odumosu said, The command has designed an operation order to, ca- to cater for the deployment of personnel, surveillance, patrol, and strict monitoring of schools and students' activities across the state. In its bid to provide an adequate security for both public and private schools, 
schools in Lagos State. I'm going to stop there. You can track the rest of the story from the Vanguard newspaper. It's coming out of Lagos and Lagos State has set up 24-hour surveillance in schools and on farms with the police just, you know, to protect citizens of the state. Makes you wonder, just, are they being proactive or have they got some intelligence, you know, information that, you know, something untoward is going to happen in their state? All in all, I'm excited that they're being proactive and even if something bad is going to happen, at least it's better, it's better to have the schools and the farms guarded so that way the security agents are on scene to basically dispel whatever violence or insecurity rises but i know they can't have their eyes everywhere but it's a step in the right direction you would have thought this is what the government in the north of the country would have done once kids started getting kidnapped from boarding schools you would have thought that already you know they'll put surveillance on schools if they're going to be sending kids back to school the farms i don't know what we're going to do about that lagos is one state so i can see how you know they can have surveillance and it can be controlled and directed and they can monitor you know what's going on in the states but some other states might struggle you know to provide 24 hours surveillance on schools and on farms located in their states but that's coming out of lagos it says 24 hours surveillance on lagos schools and farms it's 7 13 on the clock and this is fresh 107.9 fm at belkuta we're going to take a quick commercial break and when we come back, we'll track some more stories and I'll open up the studio lines for your contributions. For area eh, hey, hey, then they call me Baba 22. If you look my JC number 22, my keke plate number and call 22. My house number, of course. I decack for number 22. Hey, but you sabi waiting really made then they call me Baba 22. Uh-huh. Now because I de groove 22 times bonus on top every recharge. Yes, so if you don't tell where you use your glow line, reactivate now, make you be gay. Show your own bugger 22 times bonus. Not on top every recharge. <laughs> it's a pay to reactivate your glow line.
Hearing the best makes you feel your best. on the clock welcome back to freshly pressed on fresh 107.9 fm at belkota yes the next story we're tracking comes straight out of the vanguard newspaper and the heading reads governor biadun pays 500 million naira gratuity to ogun retirees the story goes on to explain that governor dakwa biadun of ogun wednesday paid a total sum of 500 million naira to some state and local government retirees presenting checks to the retirees at cultural center Abelkuta. The governor apologized on behalf of the past administration for the delay in the payment of their gratuities. The news agency of Nigeria reports that the governor had, in an agreement between government and labor leaders, promised to be paying 500 million naira quarterly as gratuities to the pensioners. Abiodunhu noted that many of the payments were inherited, um, inherited liabilities from the past government, assured that the process of paying the gratuities had started and will definitely continue. He said that the 500 million naira presented to 257 beneficiaries represented the quarterly payment of gratuity to them. This is a promise made and promise kept. I promise to do this on quarterly basis. We are gradually getting out of the economics of COVID-19 and it is just reasonable that as we give other sectors of the economy due attention for their post-COVID-19 sustainability, our elder statesmen and women also deserve due attention. Apart from the payment of monetary entitlements, let me also assure our elder statesmen and women that we are committed to providing other opportunities for them under our social welfare scheme. I enjoin our dear elders to take advantage of our administration's various social intervention programs. For those of you who are into my micro and small businesses, you can key into um, a microcredit scheme that provides a window for women to access financial resources. It empowers our people to expand their micro and small businesses, he said. The governor also urged the retirees to continue in their support, cooperation and prayers, not only for the successful implementation of government programs, but but also for continued development of the state. I'm going to stop right there. You can track the rest of the story from the vanguard newspaper coming out of ogun state governor biodun pays 500 million naira gratuity to ogun retirees yes and the governor says that a lot of it is inherited liabilities from previous governments or past administrations but that this is basically um a 500 million naira quarterly payment for our pensioners and retirees and he's this is part of the promise he says that he made to them <laughs> 257 beneficiaries um, are going to be represented in this quarterly payment for gratuity. And yeah, 500 million naira goes across 
the 257 beneficiaries but like i said it's just for the first quarter now another thing that the governor highlighted was the fact that there was availability of funding through a microfinance so that if any of the retirees wanted to tap into that he's encouraging them to do just that and that's the story coming out of the vanguard newspaper once again the heading reads governor biodun pays 500 million naira gratuity to ogun retirees we're still on the Vanguard newspaper this morning and the next story hmm, is about a housewife. This one is from the social interest scene and the heading reads, Housewife drags sister-in-law to court for alleged assault and defamation. A 22-year-old housewife, Zainab Mohammed, on Wednesday dragged her sister-in-law, Asabe Abubakar, before a Sharia court sitting in magazine Gary Kaduna State over alleged assault and defamation of character. The complainant, who resides in Kabbalan Doki Kaduna through her counsel, Yusuf Umar Sanda, alleged that the defendant and her daughter, Adiza Ishak, assaulted her on January 10 with a pistol. They accused my client of having an extramarital affair and threatened to kill her. They also accused her of killing their mother, he said. The offense, he said, contravened the provisions of sections 117, 215, 216 and 138 of the Kaduna State Sharia Penal Code. Abu Bakr and her daughter pleaded not guilty to the offense, bordering on criminal conspiracy, assault, and defamation. The story goes on to explain that defense counsel N.T. Abdullahi prayed the court to grant his client bail in the most liberal terms. The judge, Malamur Tala Nasser, granted them bail and advised all parties in the suit to explore an out-of-court settlement. He adjourned the matter until April 13 for the complainants to present her witnesses. So, the case is still ongoing and this one is a matter of two sisters, a sister-in-law and, I guess, a housewife and a lot of accusations but the part of the story that baffled me a little was when they said she was attacked with a pestle. That's like you know what we used to pound yam or turn swallow and you just wonder like what, what kind of anger people are going through that makes them resort to violence. I'm happy that the case is in court. Nobody has died in this particular incident but it could so easily have been the other way around. So let this be a cautionary tale and it's also a, a, a classic example of you know violence isn't you know gender specific. It doesn't have to be man man or man on woman. Sometimes it's woman on man and in this case it's woman on woman. So let everybody just, you know, act with sense. That's why I would say if you're angry, take a step back, go for a walk. There are so many other options you can choose as opposed to, you know, picking a weapon. I understand rage. I understand that rage pushes people to do things. But if rage pushes you to do something you shouldn't do, you just might find yourself, you know, in the police police coffers. So you want to be careful, be informed and act sensibly. But let's see how this particular case pans out. It happened in Kaduna State and they are still on the matter. On the Vanguard newspaper, Senate tasks federal government on safety of electoral officials and materials. The motion was sponsored by Senator Biodun Olujimi, PDP, Ekiti. Olujimi, in her lead debate, noted the sudden disruption of the March 20 by-election for the Ekiti East constituency, one seat by the Independent National Electoral Commission. She recalled that the by-election became necessary following the death of Mr. Jua Adegui of the All Progressives Congress, a lawmaker at the state's House of Assembly. 
she recalled that the by-election became necessary due to the death of um, a lawmaker at the State House of Assembly. She said the by-election, which had commenced peacefully in an orderly manner, was suddenly disrupted at noon when hoodlums invaded the polling centers to snatch ballot boxes. According to her, no fewer than three persons were feared dead, while many others sustained injuries. The senator noted that in a democracy, no election was worth the blood of any person. The people, she said, should be allowed to make their choices through their votes. Subsequently, the Senate further resolved and urged the Inspector General of Police to order a full-scale investigation into the violence that apprehend and prosecute perpetrators of the dastardly act. The Senate also called for the accelerated passage of the Electoral Act Amendment Bill, which was before it. The bill seeks to forestall election violence and establish the Electoral Offences Commission to handle issues relating to electoral offences. And that's the story coming out of the Vanguard newspaper. Senate tasks federal government on safety of electoral officials and materials. And like I said, this motion was pushed in the Senate by a senator representing a kitsi. Yes, Senator Biodun Olujimi. And obviously, just coming after the violence that was witnessed at the the by elections she thinks is you know important to ask INEC that's the Independent National Electoral Commission you know about the safety of electoral materials and also the officials but I want to add voters too because I mean so easily things can go sideways in this instance they say three people are fed dead are those three people fed dead um, INEC officials are they security agents or are they party members or just bystanders bystanders we really don't know yet but I think Elections, like she said, is not worth the blood of any one person. But we always see violence during elections. Maybe not bloody all the time, but still, people try to, you know, do things they're not supposed to do. In this instance, they came in and they tried to snatch the ballot boxes, disrupting the process. It just isn't good enough. We need stricter penalties for those that are, you know, found or found guilty of election malpractice or illegality in whatever way. And clearly, if it's Hoodlums from one particular party. I think we should know where we're directing our investigation to, right? But this always happens in Nigeria. The part that makes me weak is when we have the international observers observe and say, yeah, there was violence, there was vote buying, but that's all they can do, right? Just observe and tell us what they see. But yeah, Senate is asking about the safety of electoral officials and materials. It's 7.27 on the clock. I'm going to open up the studio lines. Like I said, you are my official co-hosts on the show today. So, join the conversation. You can call me on 080-3322-1079-090-7800-1079. On Twitter, you can drop comments at Fresh FM Abel Kuta. We're still tracking stories on this morning's edition of Freshly Pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM Abel Kuta. Yes, we're moving swiftly from the Punch News um, from the Vanguard newspaper to see what people are talking about on the Punch newspaper this morning. And the next story I have for you is still about insecurity. And it says Autumn petitions IGP over assassination attempt Adamu assigns probe. The Benue State Governor, Samuel Autumn, on Wednesday formally presented to the Inspector General of Police, Mohamed Adamu, a petition on Saturday's assassination attempt on him. The punch learned that the governor presented the petition to the police boss at an early morning meeting the two of them held in Abuja. 
Recall that Autumn and his aides were attacked on Saturday on his way to his farm along Makodi Boko Road. The governor, while narrating his ordeal during a Thanksgiving service on Sunday, said he ran over one kilometer to escape assassination. I'm going to stop right there. Now, this story has been trending since the weekend and when the news broke of the attempted um, kidnap and assassination of Governor Autumn. But as of yesterday, he has officially petitioned the Inspector General of Police over the assassination attempt on him. And he also visited the president as well, because I read that in his story yesterday. But he said he gave some suggestions and he wasn't going to tell us really, you know, some of the resolutions that had been met or some of the resolutions that they were, you know, working towards. But I guess he moved a step further by petitioning the IG of police to, you know, probe this matter and the IG has assigned a probe accordingly. Now, somebody said something to me yesterday. The person said um, we should think about it from different angles, right? That this assassination attempt on the governor of um, Governor Autumn could literally really be from you know, criminal Fulani elements, but uh, there's been a lot of infighting in Benue State itself between the different tribes in the state. So it's definitely worth a probe. We don't just want to assume that, you know, one group or a certain group is, you know, responsible, you know, for this attack when it could be somebody else. But I remember also that as soon as the attack happened, a particular group came and claimed responsibility for it so i guess that narrows down those we are suspecting and where the probe should be channeling their energy it's 7 29 on the clock my studio lines are live join the conversation drop comments on our twitter and i'll be sure to track all your comments for you on twitter but if you're going on twitter please do not forget to add me at rolly bello so it's a fresh fm my bell quitter then you can tag me as well at rolly bello so i can see your posts and i'll be sure to share as the show progresses the studio numbers remain the same and the numbers to dial are 80 3322 1079 090 7800 1079 And as I said on Twitter, you can find us at Fresh FM Abel The next story is about an undergraduate scammer that's been jailed over a hundred and four thousand five hundred dollar scam okay i was gonna take that call but unfortunately my caller disappeared so let's dive straight into the story the story goes on to explain that a 500 level student of the ladoki akintola university of technology let me pause that and see what my caller has to say hello good morning good morning to you Hi, Mr. Coyote. Welcome on the show today. Nice to have you here. Yes, so Naomi Miwaka, come. Yeah, on. Nigeria. I mm. want to ask him. I want to ask him because he has slept, I mean, over slept over this issue. Can we please give us the price of self sacrifice as a leader? I want to ask him because we cannot continue like this. If uh, we have somebody like Ibu that is coming to ask for peace 
and then you are coming I mean, your officer in the army is telling him that he must keep quiet that he will come and arrest what he person and then those people in the bush or forest are still keeping their bitches to attack people on the roads when they want to travel i mean they are traveling it's quite embarrassing that we have a president who his vision has been lost whose uh, focus is lost and though I don't know why he must continue to sit, then on uh, Governor Ugu, of Ugusit, I want to commend him for the 500 million naira he had paid as gratuity to Ugurichari. So then, we must wake up also to make sure that deductions of sal- uh, teachers and ex on um, all of and, 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 and workers in Ugusit are um, keeping in tandem with all what he's doing also. And as well, he must wake up now. Higher institutions are suffering, whereby they come to him and in uh, capping and to come and ask for salary every other day. It's not good at all. We should keep to our promises that we will not allow for anybody to suffer. Salaries are very important for workers, and then the institutions that are here to have counsel, we must make sure that these institutions have their counsel in time and they are. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for your contribution, Mr. Kaide. You are appreciated. 080 Hello, good morning. Good morning, Rolake. Good morning to you, sir. Welcome on the show today. Yes, so. <laughs> I, I and I love it. You are holding for very well. Thank you very much, sir. I hope all is well. well. I assume so. Uh, may God be with him in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, now you see this uh, electoral violence thing. Hmm. I, I I don't uh, agree with what Ruki means. What she should fight for seriously mm. is the digitalization of the electoral process. Okay. Why do we still need to carry ballot boxes up and down like in 1920? We, we should go electronic. Mm. We should digitalize it. There are safe systems we can use that cannot be controversial. That's what we should do. So everybody will, be, will vote. Nobody will be disenfranchised. Mm. We should modernize our electoral system. Why should people die doing, doing voting for every state? And it's not even the person that voting for that is dying. We are talking of electoral officers. The only electoral like you ask. Yes. Those people that died, most likely they are the supporters, they are the people, the mm. general masses that are still suffering, that the ones dying for the people that will see them blind when they get to office. We should digitalize it so that for the local contest, yeah, so that all like other other contest. <laughs> yes, you don't so. have to go and break the bank to contest, mm, mm. and you don't need to kill anybody to be contest to mm. be voted for. That's what we should do. Uh, I really give it to Governor Dapuadiodu mm. for this five hundred million that he calls uh, first quarter. If it's quarterly, then I think uh, the all the backlog will be saved. It is true that there are this, 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 this government that is owing all this money. Hmm. So I will give him support and pray for him to continue. Then finally, I pray for Olaka Oderi. Yes, 
said, continue to multiply. Amen. Amen. I will soon come and celebrate with you. Amen. Thank you so Thank much, you. I really you. appreciate you and your kind words and your prayers. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Mr. Poloni, thank you so much. On Twitter, I've got comments. Bada Damilala 3 says, Good morning, Madam Rolake. Many thanks to Governor Abiodun for keeping to his promise on the payment of 500 million naira to retirees, even though some of them must have died by now. We hope he keeps to this. God bless Ogun State. God bless Nigeria. Shegun Bogi on Twitter says, Governor Bello Matawale of Zamfara State and his colleagues are indirectly agitating for Northwest Development Commission. He told us last time that if he mentioned those people being kidnapped, the whole world will be shocked. Those behind the kidnapping, the whole world will be shocked. Which negotiation again? Okay, thank you so much. Hello, good morning. Yes, my name is Taiwo from Abiyokuta. Hi, Taiwo from Abiyokuta. Welcome on the show. Nice to have you here, sir. Let's have your contribution. Yes. So, our tribe and form may differ. Hmm. But in brotherhood, in oneness, it stands. Yes, electronic voting or no electronic voting. Hmm. My sister, America, they are complaining of electoral fraud in the last election. Hmm. You can see how Donald Trump was promising the election, saying that the election is being rigged to the favor of his opponent. So we are talking of sincerity. Sincerity of purpose is the answer. Even those people that are calling for the breaking up of Nigeria, my sister, hmm. there will be there will be war, there will be counter war within the region. You can Modakete and Ife, you can see what is happening. Hmm. Even in Ebaland, yes, and Ijebu, you can see what is happening. So let us talk of how we can unite this country. Hmm. Anybody that is giving us problems, I know in 2023, you know, we are going to rally around and stand against that person. In this country, we will not allow ignorance. We will not allow new people or new facts to govern the affairs of this country. So let us talk of how we can unite this country. And finally, my sister, hmm. when somebody is expressing an opinion, it is not enough for that person to come on here and rob that person. With all due respect and honor to Pastor Paul Oni, what he did on Monday, or that day you were on studio, I don't like it, please. I know what I'm talking about. This is that an open platform, sir. You're going to let me take control now. This is an open platform. I'll allow you to address him as long as you don't use insulting words, but everybody's I allowed to share a... their opinion. But it's not enough for him to call and be rubbishing me and saying that, why must I be criticizing those people that are rubbishing me? Because that's his opinion. His opinion is he doesn't agree with your opinion. And your opinion is you don't agree with his. We're allowed My to sister, agree yeah. to okay, disagree. And we assume that you are taking sides. You are, you are assuming. You already said that in your statement. That's a wrong assumption. So don't assume. Assumption, reality, emotions, facts, they're all different things. Sometimes they're the same, but in this instance, you can't take offense to somebody disagreeing with your opinion as long as they do not insult you. What kind of world would it be if we all had the same opinion, if we all agreed with each other? Yes, People might call and disagree with you. People might call disagree with me. But that's what makes the conversation interesting. Don't assume because assumptions get people into trouble. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning to you, sir. Your name, please, and where are you calling from today? Welcome on the show today, sir. Yes, sir. Am I very audible? You are very audible, sir. God bless you, my sister. Now you're a little water cup today. Yes, Don't worry. So. God will be with you. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> I want to quickly commend His Excellency for that magnanimity of, you know, the 500 million. Hmm. If other governors have been doing such, you know, making it a priority, a lot of people of the 
a lot of them have died, some of these, you know, retirees have died, some will not be able to, you know, take part of this half hundred million now. So that is why it's better. If something can even be increased to one billion, it's going to be better. It's going to go around quickly so that a lot of people will have benefited. I don't pray that anybody dies again because they collect their, you know, gratuity. It is their sweat. I mean, when it comes to politicians, they're going to be giving their severance allowance immediately they are living up with. Then what happens to the workers that are suffering seriously, the people, the state, you know, the government, you know, they're the engine, they deserve to be well treated. Amen. God bless you right back. Thank you so much, sir, for your contribution. Yes. I was going to track a story about a Lautech um, student that's just gotten jailed for a scam of over $100,000. But before we get into it, let's take another call. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you, sir. Your name, please. I and greet you. I greet you too, yes. sir. Welcome. Nice to have uh-huh. you here. Engineer, yes. Engineer Folabi. I'm well, calling from Songo. Nice to have you on the show. Welcome, sir. Yes. Yes. The the caller before the last one. Hmm. Let me uh uh cor- correct him. When Jonathan was uh uh how it, was crying for foul play, how many lives lost in those elections? Thank you. We should be very objective in making reference. I mean, how could you expect people to die in election every time? The solution is that what do you do? What will we use to make sure we don't die on election day? Mm. There is no sincerity of purpose for anywhere. It is the machine, me, 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 mechanism mm. that we control people. We should be objective. We, we should not be sentimental in our, in our, in our submissions. Mm. There are no sincerity of purpose in anywhere. But the mechanism will check whoever or whatever that will lead to the death of people. Mm-hmm. So I support uh, Polony. We should make sure we use a technology that will check people. You can vote in your home. Hmm. I don't need to risk my life because I want to yes. vote. Yes, yes. And those in diaspora can participate as well if we go digital. Hello? Hello? Uh, you can call back, please, Mr. Falabi, if you can. I'll really appreciate that. In fact, on Monday, it was in the papers that INEC said um, they were looking at, you know, even registration, continuous voter registration. They're looking to do it, take it online. Not the entire process, but half of the process, at least to start your registration online and then go for biometric verification at their centers. That hasn't started yet. They obviously promised us November 2020 that continuous voter registration will begin in the first quarter of 20. 2021. But according to that story I read on Monday, they said continuous voters, continuous voters registration hasn't started because they're looking to expand um, polling units and to register those expanded polling units, basically, to ensure that more people have access and more people can participate in the process. Now, talking about going digital, that senator from AKT actually said something that was very valid, which is, we need to pass all the electoral laws and bills that are pending. We need to make them actual law so we can go digital and we can modify the system but that's where we are right now um they're looking at talking about security and every election cycle we're always talking about security and elections or elections and vote buying or elections and corruption those are like the words that come together with election every time it's mentioned in this country let's take another call hello good morning Hello, good morning. Good morning to you, sir. Your name, please, and where are you calling me from today? I, I, I like you, I like you, my name. 
Yes, sir. I'm, I'm calling from Nice to have you on the show. Welcome, sir. Okay. Let's have your contribution today. With this program we are doing, we are enlightened. We want to the government know our view. We should hold all of your objectives. We should not be particular. Hmm. We need this electoral reform. Number one, we want this by the last minute election. Which which people are assigned to put to sign four times. What is happening to us now? Let us do it. No, don't let wait for us to see before we can do the electoral report. Hmm. Let us start from now. At least we are good today. But tomorrow, the next day is bad. It's bad. Look at the compared to the compared to the 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 since 12 years ago, we are on the same scale. Hmm. So, if you need your amend your amendment, please, please, okay. I pray for you, not be hurting, not to continue to guide you, if you draw in a woman's face government, hmm. not the former one we are having. That's a capitalist. That is a contractor looking for their own personal money. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, like, sir. Thank you so much, sir. I appreciate you and your contribution. I think that's sort of what Honorable Larry Jaji Larry J was trying to say that he would have liked if you know that five hundred million could go up to one billion. That way, more people would benefit from this, you know, payment of gratuities to retirees. Um, the governor says that it's inherited. Some of it is inherited anyway, which we already know. That's the way it goes in Nigeria. But I'm never gonna. You know, I'm 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 happy that this has been done, right? But this is part of his work. It's not his personal money that he's using to pay the retirees. We just want to encourage him to do more. We like what he's doing. The retirees from the calls today are obviously liking it too, but we want him to do more. I'm not gonna do unnecessary or too much praise over something that really is his job. Hello, good morning. Hello. Good morning. What's your name and where are you calling me from today? Uh, good morning, Madam Rolake. Good morning to uh, you, my, sir. Um, my name is Yemi James, calling from uh, Obada. As regards the beginning of uh, the instrumental payment of gratuity, yes, sir. That is what we have been saying that Ogun State government should show commitment, seriousness, and be pensioners friendly. Hmm. This is to keep the hope of the retirees who are yet to collect theirs alive. Another in Yoruba says, May God continue to replenish the wisdom of Omoba Dakwabiyanu so as to be fulfilling his promise. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Good morning. Th- thank you very much, sir. Very good morning to you too. On Twitter, um, Olusheyi. Dante, that's Dante underscore blood, says not not only you are come this morning, yeah, unfortunately. And then he says, Obri Meta Funre. Thank you. In fact, Dante, I'm gonna change my bio soon on all my social media platforms to Obri Meta Funre. I like it. Well done to the Ogo State Governor over the paid gratuity. I hope and pray it's not gonna be a one-off thing. 
Thank you so much. Critical Scorpio says, I hope Olujimi and Fireshe will compensate the widows of the men who died. Harry underscore Kulex on Twitter says, My advice is that we continue to work and pray as one for the overall development of nation because there, there's there lies hope okay thank you so much for your comments i appreciate you for that one um we're still tracking comments edun a abayomi that's edun underscore z says while commending ogun governor for the pensioners fund recently released we should also be looking at punishment for those who willfully and wickedly mismanage the fund and denied the retirees their dues at the appropriate time i second that edun underscore aziz it's true there has to be a special special place you know in that hot place for people that will take money that belongs to pensioners to widows to workers um and not give them their sweat it just is not acceptable but we're lucky that somebody has come in to rectify the wrong that was done but it won't it shouldn't just stop there it should be rectification with punishment if there are people responsible for why the retirees haven't gotten their gratuities those people should be answering questions and if money was provided and it has not gone for the retirees then those people again should be answering questions so i support you edwin underscore aziz hello good morning hello hello good morning uh, this is Rolake. good morning to you yeah, sir well done uh, this morning i i, I don't think you go meet up you go meet your guy <laughs> But not with that, the following following from Chaga, really. Nice to have uh, you on, on the show. Uh, uh, let me just have my take. I think uh, the fire remains that uh, the Ugu uh, State and the Lagos State, you know, you know, making attempts to put security operatives, you know, in uh, all federal schools, you understand now. Very, very good uh, welcome development, you understand now, because I think uh, we, we shouldn't let things, come to out of hand before we make uh, a kind of uh, reaction to it. Most importantly, to be proactive, you know. So, I so much appreciate them for doing that. And one thing I just want to advise the security operatives as they comment on their official stuff, is just like, they should do it officially friendly to the, uh, the students, you know, so that they should not create fear, you know, to them. You understand? Because it's something that has not been happening. So if eventually they want to do it, they, they, they should be professional. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And most importantly, uh, to the electronic uh, uh, voting, I think we have been clamoring for this for long. Yep. You know, at least those in the diaspora, very, very important that they should be, like, you know, partake in our constitution, you know, as the citizens of Nigeria, just by the fact they are in the diaspora. So, you understand? So, uh, it's a welcome development. If they can do that, they have been promising and promising that they are going to do that. That's why the fact that I see that it's not going to favor the government. Hmm. So, you know, uh, so that's why it will be very hard for them to do that. Because the way they do their thing, their own democracy is not matured enough, you know, to have that. That's just the, the truth of the matter. Thank you very much. Good morning. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for your contribution and for being part of the show. Akarede Camille Adebayo says, rather than commend, I'll only charge our governor to do all within his capacity to pay backlog of outstanding payments to Ogun pensioners. The amount currently being paid is nothing compared to what the state is owing. Well, they say this is just the first tranche, so let's wait and see what happens in the next quarter, right? Let's hope they can increase the yeah. fund. Hello, good, good morning. morning. You have Solomon on the line. Hi, Mr. Solomon. Welcome on the show today. Nice to have you here. Yeah, yeah. Um, this issue of uh, autumn attack, mm. I don't want to make comment about it, but I think it's the right time for me to make comment about it. 
Um, if you remember, Dolake, just yesterday, hmm. the aide to the governor of Benue okay. said that three people are being arrested. Yes. And they make us to understand that those three people are not full age. Mm-hmm. Now, when the governor was attacked, and when he addressed the press, he said it was Fulani 15 men, Fulani dressed in black. They are the ones that attack him. I don't know, Ronald, whether you listened to the spokesman of Miyeteyala yesterday. Hmm. His interview with Punch newspaper. Yes. And the man even go to, because I listened to that interview clearly, the man have challenged the governor of Benue that that particular group that claimed responsibility was established by the state government that is ready to go to court with the governor of Benin. That the, if the governor thinks that what he's saying is lying against him, he should take him to court. And he has his fault. I think Nigerians should mellow down and let us see where this issue mm. You know, politicians have said it time with that number. Mm. If they knock your door in the morning, say good morning. Go and check your window. It will <laughs> be, be night. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much for your contribution. I mean, I said that in the process of talking that there's a lot of infighting in Benway. So to be honest, that attack would have come from anywhere. Somebody even said to me yesterday as well that let's forget, let's not forget also that the governor was once in one political party and they moved to another. What if it's, you know, part of the people that he left that are just agitating and angry could be anything but the long and short is as of yesterday wednesday 24th of march he had petitioned the inspector general of police to set up a probe and the ig of police has assigned a probe so let's wait and see what the results of that probe you know actually are is it going to be what we're thinking or what we're suspecting are we completely wrong are the attackers you know from left field where we're not even picturing but that's the current situation the ig as a Signed a probe on the matter. Olakomi Lanry says the payment of retirees' gratuity is a welcome development and cheering news. I want to enjoin Governor Dakwa Biodun to give priority to the welfare of the people. The immediate past administration left behind humongous workers' arrears and uncompleted projects. What a shame. Yes, thank you so much. Akorede Camille Adebayo says, government is continuous. He means government is a continuum. Okay, they say, whether inherited or not, these backlog of arrears must be cleared. We all we will all become pensioners one day. I do know our governor is kind-hearted. He will surely do the needful. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and your contributions. It's 7.54 on the clock. I am out of time for today. I appreciate you. Um, for tuning in, for being my co-host on the show. In fact, I had more fun with you guys, yes, officially, than with that person you say I'm missing. No, I had more fun with you guys on the show this morning. Thank you so much for tuning in and for staying tuned. And yeah, have a fantastic rest of your week and an even better weekend. My name is Rolake Bello, or Daring Day, and this is Fresh 107.9 FM, Abel Kuta. See you guys. Broadcasting worldwide, the latest hits and the greatest memories. Fresh, fresh, 107.9 FM. Ability, ability, hey, 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 hey.
is Fresh 107.9, where we keep you fresh all day. Elisha Radio Fresh, 107.9 FM, Labeo Kutale, Ntetisiye, Fetisi, Kede Patakiyi. Elijosin, Celestia Church of Christ. Messiland Parish, Palace of Mercy, Towa niya fawawa shogade i turiye wekoro. Unkwe gbogbe niyan, si ishoro lo shoshu ni, pelua kori, segon midogo. E yi toma waye ni ojo Friday yi, 26th of March 2021, la gome wale, titi moju kelele. Okolopo lorien, mibi jola osho samsin, A.K. Sam Water, Evangelist okpe, Taye Gold at Yewai Singer Loma Wanibe Labe Isha Koso Shepherd in Charge Superior Evangelist O Akin Today Jesu Lulua. Undo Keriri Keriri Omilo Titi Fresh 107.9 FM Labe Oluma Wangboloke Lala somebody did we go brighten up my day he go take away my sins and my shame I don't see your face in the shine of love and grace Oh my Lord, today 